Welcome to Mad Cow Talks Politics with your host, the Honorable Bovine. That's me. The only podcast you'll probably hear recorded as I commute from work to home and back again on an almost daily basis. I rant and rave about politics and social issues from a central standpoint from just a regular old working Joe. Hang out after these messages. We'll get into it. Whoop. So, we had another very interesting election. I say interesting as in, like, annoying, because half of everybody, uh, you had the left that was saying, if we lose, it's only because of misinformation, which means we need to crack down tighter on, on social media and news and everything else. And then you had the right literally guarding ballot drop-off stations with guns just in case people came by with backpacks full of ballots, which, you know, cheers to them. You know, a lot of people were making fun of them, but honestly, it's like if, you know, whatever, if that's what you believe, better fit safe than sorry, it's your time and it wasn't illegal, so fuck it, right? <laughs> uh, so few things to take away from this election. Uh, first things first, uh, understand that, uh, please understand that in the next couple of years, hopefully before 2024, because this shit needs to fucking stop. Some states, I'm looking at you, Arizona, are probably going to be overhauling their, their voting uh, procedures and laws. They need to. It has to happen. doesn't matter who's in control of it. I know Carrie Lake's still fighting, even though they called it for the Democrat. Um, it was just weird because it was... All the projections were like, yeah, all the votes coming in are going to be Republican, and then they all turned out to be Democrat. Like, all of them. Which was weird. Anyway. Um, like a week later. So... There's probably going to be some overhauls. Now, I've seen big streamers, big big content creators on the left that they're saying, wow, there's, you know, there's, there's mail-in ballots. There's nothing wrong with mail-in ballots. It's secure. There's nothing wrong with them. There is stuff that's wrong with them. Um, number one, there's some states that if you, if whatever, when you vote, the first time you vote, that's your vote. So if, if a mail-in ballot is just randomly mailed out, to houses like they were in Illinois in 2020. Uh, I live in Illinois. This year, they actually a couple months ago sent me a mail uh, a letter in the mail asking me if I wanted mail-in voting to request it specifically. And this is great. This is fine. That's what they need to have in Arizona. They need to have so like I don't know if they actually have it, but they need to have that's that shows chain of custody is what it is. The old um. Uh, absentee ballots that mail-in ballots were were compared to and all everybody on the left says oh it's exactly the same no it's not it wasn't it wasn't exactly the same because what would happen is you would get a piece of mail from your local government whatever uh or you could request it online or mail your representative and get get a a a absentee ballot in the mail that's you requesting it 
you're sending something to them proving it's you and requesting it for that address and they send it back you fill it out and you send it in now if they're just sending out ballots by where they think you live anybody can get a hold of that get a hold of that ballot that's the big difference of it okay now good thing is is uh like i said Illinois, for whatever grand reason, I mean, I, I, was, I was very thankful for it. Um, they started doing this thing where they they sent out a mail to everybody. It did, by default, it's a no. You have to check yes to the form and mail it back, and it's free postage, whatever, to say, yes, I want to opt in for mail-in voting this year, or it had an option to do it for your whole life. Um, yeah. But either way... That was basically chain of custody. That's saying, yes, it's me. I want to do mail-in voting from this address. This is me. I certify. Send me the ballot. And they'll send the ballot back, and then you send it in. That, that's, that's a good way to do it. Bar, bare bones basic. That's a good way to do it because it's showing chain of custody. Um, I do think that they need to start, if they're going to do mail-in ballots and early voting, it needs to be done way fucking earlier. And it needs to be cal- uh, counted and tallied up like a certain amount per day leading up to the election so they can it just in in batches like think like computer batches for information it's not compiling the entire program it's compiling one batch at a time and then and then when you're ready to put it all together it drops into place like a puzzle piece that's what it needs to be because that way once a batch is done it's locked it's sealed and the results are 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 imprinted on it and it'll just it's like a blockchain just leave it Now, um, I will say that a, uh, I will say, I don't know what the hell DeSantis did. This is, this is another thing. DeSantis and Trump is going to be a problem. DeSantis has to run for president this, this cycle if he wants to run for president. He doesn't really have a choice. He's at his height of popularity. He just won Florida with a landslide. He turned that purple state that has been on the fence for years into a red state solidly, flipped even freaking the county Miami's in, for God's sakes. He has completely, like, led that state to red greatness, if you want to say it. Like, there, was, there wasn't much of a red wave everywhere else, but there was a red wave in Florida. That's for damn sure. And... You know, part of that, I mean, granted, he did a little bit more to the voting that I, to the voting uh, reform that I would have liked, but still, you know, <laughs> when, when you, when you, when you set it up so you don't have to worry about mail-in ballots and, and uh, everything's same-day voting, you know, the people that care come out, you know, and that's, it's like, it's a freaking civic duty. Here's my problem. Like, I, mail-in ballots or whatever. You want to do them, fine. I don't care. The problem is that you're going to get a lot of stupid low-information people sending them in. Because they're not going to pay attention. Half the time they open up the mail, they're like, oh, oh sure, I'll vote. Uh, good example. Uh, I haven't paid attention to my union at all. And their union vote just came up a month ago. Um, I got uh, a envelope with all the flyers and propaganda from all the candidates. And then I, and then I got a, another letter with their... Um, with the ballot in it. I didn't even look through the information, didn't have time, didn't really fucking care, but I'll be damned if I didn't just write down a ballot or 
check off the other guys because the guys that we have now kind of suck. So I just was like, you know, I want the other guys from the other union to do it. You know, that's fine. So that's what I did. You know, I, and yeah, maybe that's, maybe that was dumb, but it was like, dude, literally this union I have has not done a goddamn thing for us at all, period. They haven't negotiated any good, better price or prices. They, they can't even keep people from getting laid off for fuck's sake. So it's like the only thing that we have because of them is the seniority for, for requesting vacations off. That's fucking it. It's like, whatever, dude, I don't care. But, so anyway, <coughs> so anyway, we have uh, uh, Trump versus DeSantis. That's the big news, right? That's the thing, because Trump started taking pop shots at DeSantis, even in his speech that he did uh, when he announced that he was running just the other day. He, did, he touched a lot on foreign policy, and... He didn't really attack any of his any of his rivals on the Republican side that might run for president. He just understood their weakness and he went all about this is what I'm going to do with foreign policy, which none of them have experience on. You know, that's the one thing. It's like Trump already has the experience for foreign policy. Uh, DeSantis and all the other ones don't. So, yeah, that is what it is. It was a smart play. He didn't he didn't bash anybody. He just. Uh, Went up there and told it like it was and like like he wanted to do, and which was very weird. I was expecting a lot of whining about 2020. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all need to let that shit go. All right? Let it go. It's not worth it. It's over. It's done. It's water under the bridge. If you think about any kind of story where there's like something rigged, like could you imagine, could you imagine like a hero in a movie that gets stabbed in the back before they have to do this big ass fight? And they go out there and say, it's rigged, they stabbed me in the back. They're going to be like, that's a crybaby, that's not a hero. The heroic thing is going out there and overcoming the odds and beating the, your enemy anyway. At least that's what it should be. There's nothing heroic at all about bitching and whining and complaining all the damn time. I hate to say it, but that's what the people on the right always, or, or, always bitch about the people on the left. Oh, they're just crybabies. Oh, they whine. Oh, they make excuses why they can't get shit done. It's like, motherfucker, grab your damn bootstraps and run with them. That's what I say. And that's coming from a centrist, motherfuckers. Sorry. Need to let that fucking 2020 shit go. I'm sorry. You need to have, people need to have faith in the fucking elections again. If there's no meaningful changes to the election rules and procedures within the next two years, then I'm going to start thinking there's some weird shit going on. Because at least this time, it was primarily just what? It was, uh, what? It was fucking, uh, uh, Arizona and, like, Nevada had problems? Like, who else had problems? I didn't really hear about any other problems. So it's like, those states are the problem, chi problem children, you know? Like, figure it out. Figure your shit out. Damn it. But anyway, here's the thing that I worry about, right? And this is if you're a Republican, if you're going to vote straight Republican, which in 2024 I probably will, unless Biden does a big-ass U-turn and starts stomping down on all these woke activist bullshits. Because, honestly, that's what I vote on. 
like the main issue that I vote on right now is who is going to not put up with the woke mob. You know, I mean, you just seen it with this new Wakanda or uh, Wakanda Forever Black Panther 2 came out. I mean, they literally, the people that wrote it were so fucking woke, they straight went racist with it. Okay. We are the most powerful country, country in the world. And, you know, a couple scenes later, here comes Namor, or Namur, however you want to say his name, uh, <laughs> coming up out of a river into Wakanda. He just happens to be, you know, Central American descent. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. And his power is, is the, if he gets wet, like his back gets wet, he, beca he becomes more explosively more powerful. So what do they do to stop him? Spoilers. They shoot. They burn his back to dry it off. Can you be any more on the fucking nose with your racism shit? I mean, it's just like that. It's just like they said a long time ago. You got that fucking Overton window, right? Or that, or the you know, you got the left and the right, and you know, the farther you go left and the farther you go right, eventually they loop around. And they touch each other because it's the exact same ideology with a different coat of paint. It's the exact same way you act out in the world. You look at race first. You want you want segregation or you know, safe spaces for for. Um, your protected minorities, whatever you want to call it, it's the same fucking thing. So, <clears throat> I just want all that shit to go away. I want shit to go back to the way it was with us regular folks. Because the one thing I can't fucking stand is all the big brain bullshit, like critical race theory and fucking postmodernism, infecting regular motherfuckers. They don't understand it well enough, and they end up just dividing people and making, making more racism up. Or more people confused. <sighs> like prime example, right? I have friends that literally I've known ever since I was a kid. And we've never looked at race. We've never worried about it. We've always stood up, stood up for each other. And anybody that did look at one of the motherfuckers by how they looked on the outside, we made sure to stand up for them and beat the shit out of whoever was, was, was going after them. Or making fun of them. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. <clears throat> but now, these same guys that I grew up with won't even speak to me anymore. And it's not that I said anything. It's not like they listen to this podcast and they're like, oh, he's kind of like on the right or something. Or he's like looking, he, he doesn't like the woke shit, so obviously there's something wrong with him. No, it was just because I was white. That's it. Never talk politics a day in our fucking lives or in our friendships. But now we don't have the friendships anymore because they went out and the woke drank the woke Kool-Aid and they won't associate with anybody that's white anymore. If you want to talk racism, that's racism. So yes, I don't give a shit what candidate it is. Like it sounds like, honestly, if DeSantis runs in 2024, which it looks like he probably will, um, he's going to be the candidate that's going to be anti-woke. And I'll probably end up voting for him. Just saying. Now, Trump, on the other hand, he, never, he doesn't focus on that too much. He just focuses on bringing back the pride and the American spirit and all that stuff, which is all fine, well, and good. 
but he's not recognizing the problem and trying to snuff it out at, at, its, at its base. It's like any president, like, they need to have a fundamental understanding of all of the, the all the, the mental gymnastics that you have to go through to be woke. If you have an understanding of it, then you know how to combat it. Okay? It's like I was just explaining to my nephews the other day. Um, it was actually funny. I was taking my oldest nephew out. Uh, he has his permit for learning how to drive. So I was in the passenger seat, like, praying for my life. And he was focusing too much on the driving. The youngest nephew's in the back seat. So I was like, hey, since you guys are here, let me, like, let me do you guys a little lesson on some, how something works in the world. So I gave them a short description of what postmodernism is. Okay? Um... <laughs> and surprisingly enough, my oldest nephew started driving perfectly once he actually started thinking about something other than the driving. Oh, he's so much like I, I was when he was it when I was his age. But anyway, it's like I was telling them, and my youngest nephew actually piped up and said, "Yeah, yeah, I, I've noticed that, and that makes a lot of sense now that you know that you explain it." Um, I told him, you know, the one the worst thing you can possibly do to a civilization is confuse their basic language. Okay? Tower of Babel, great story. Have no idea if it actually happened. But the metaphor is still there. If you confuse everybody's language and nobody can understand each other, the civilization breaks apart and people go their separate ways or they start killing each other. That's the way humanity works. So, <clears throat> if all of a sudden one day, nobody on one side of the aisle, nobody can decide what a woman is, while on the other side, everyone's look at, looking at the other side like they're freaking stupid because they know what a woman is, everything starts to disassemble. Because it just gets exponentially worse from there. I mean, it took, what, three years after, the, after all the woke people came out using a different definition for racism? For people on the right to catch up and realize they're not being called, like, traditional racist, they're being called racist by the very definition of their birth. Not the original definition. Like the, like the systemic racist, racist that they keep on calling the people, because that's really what it is. Um, I don't take offense to that, because I don't have power over anybody. I'm not in a position of power over anybody. I'm a regular fucking person, so it doesn't bother me. Call me racist all you fucking want. It doesn't bother me. Your definition means nothing to me. Absolutely fucking nothing. It means a bigger thing if somebody on the, the like, pre-all this uh, systemic racist uh, definition bullshit, it means a completely different thing if they come up to me and call me a racist. Because at that point, I'm thinking about my whole history. Of all the times that I fought for my friends, that I got beat the hell up for defending some of my friends, you know, and I'm like, bitch, you don't know what the fuck, who the fuck you're talking to, for real. So, anyway, I'm keeping this one kind of short, I'm recording it in my garage, I'm going to see, <coughs> I might actually try to set something up out here. So that I can record, I don't know, there might be a way I can do it. I want to record in my garage, if I can, if I can get a mic out here to do it. That would be awesome. And, uh, yeah, if I can do that, I'll start recording out here when I get off of work every day. Uh, the fiancé, I got engaged. Yeah, thank you, thank you. She's, uh, she's starting to work second shift more. So I'm going to have a lot more time by myself. So I might as well spend it with y'all. Um. 
But closing thought, because I kept on getting knocked off track train of thought here. Um, the main thing I'm worried about is the vote splitting re between Republican parties, because uh, I have a bad feeling that if <clears throat> DeSantis runs and Trump doesn't get the nomination for the Republican Party, he's going to run as an independent. And then you're going to have half the Republican voters voting for Trump and the other ha half voting for DeSantis. And then whoever's the Democrat is just going to get it by default. That is what I'm worried about. If Trump does that, I will be, uh, if he said, if his ego is that big where he, if he loses the nomination and says, you know what, screw it, I'm running as independent, this is too important, okay, fine. Throw the freaking election for the whole side, side of the country over your ego. I will never support that man again if he does that shit. Because when it comes down to it, is that we're at a very delicate time where there's policies and things trying to be implemented that will literally shape our children. And I'm not risking that shit over someone's goddamn ego. Sorry. Not going to happen. Anyway, if you like this, cool. If it sounded good, let me know. Because like I said, I'm recording in my garage and I have no idea how it sounds. I might try to get a mic out here. It's got to sound better than it sounds when I go to, uh, when I'm driving to work. <laughs> and the window's down and shit. It's got to sound better than that. Anyway, cheers, motherfuckers. Enjoy yourself. Uh, yeah. Peace.